Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CCW Podcast. I'm your host, Kaiser, and I'm here joined today by someone who is uh, very, uh, I guess, important to Citizens Crime Watch, who hasn't been on the podcast yet. She's kind of very, like, behind the scenes, but does a lot for the organization. Um, she's also my supervisor, so I got eyes on me all the time when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to her. But jokes aside, uh, I'm joined by Kathy today. Can- Kathy, welcome to the show. Hello. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself, say a little bit about what you do, just so the people know who you are. I am very much behind the scenes. Um, I am the person normally that picks up the phone. I've been with the organization going on 11 years since in April, coming up April. Long time. So it's been a while. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of new to the supervisor thing, but that's exciting. Kaiser's uh, doing great, by the way, guys. I guess. <laughs> but um, OK, so we're here to talk about today is a uh, is a uh, cool. It, this, this podcast is a little different. The reason Kathy's here today is because we're going to be talking about something that most people aren't actually used to. So um, and it's going to be it's we have like a whole thing about like virtual safety, cyber safety, online safety, whatever you want to call it. Um, but today specifically, we're going to be tackling um, gaming and things like that. Right. So I wanted I wanted to start off. What what game are you actively playing right uh, right now? Because both of us, for those who don't know, both of us are gamers. Both of us actively play a lot of video games yes. outside of work hours. So what game are you actively playing? I mean, right now? I wouldn't call myself a gamer because I do want to say I suck, but I'm currently playing Fortnite. I also used to play Sims a lot, but that's like an, a solo game. Alongside every other teenager in 2021. <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still going strong. Yeah. dedication no that's fine fortnite's super popular i yes. I, tr- I played it for a little while i not for me but you know who am i to who am i to speak i play well, league you, of legends all right. day i play league all day so league of legends is, is known for having a, a very let's say i guess strong arm community I, a lot I of toxic people <laughs> i believe you so, hey fortnite's not that far behind yeah true with all the little kids yeah so, and this is this, that's kind of to, to kind of talk about that. That's where we're going with this conversation is that um, this is a, uh, this podcast, this whole conversation is kind of for parents to really understand where their kids are coming from when it comes to online safety and kind of understanding the, the rules and regulations of the internet, specifically when it comes to video games, a little bit of social media too. We'll touch kind of on those, those topics that will probably be a podcast in itself. Um, but for the most part, we're going to mostly be touching on, uh, the online space when it comes to video games. Um, so we have, we have like a list of things that we're going to go over. So you can just take it up from the top if you want, you can bring up the first subject. Sure. So something that I myself did that I didn't realize that it was such a bad idea until I started gaming Mm -hmm. was not only was my username, like the beginning of my email, it was like my first name. Mm. So I had everybody that would randomly start playing with me on Fortnite because it, it auto populates like squads yeah. and things like that, which is just like a group of people that you play with that you don't really know. They can add you as a friend. They cannot, but they all know your name essentially. So everybody would just automatically be like, hey, Kathy. And I'd be like, how do you know my name? And it's yeah. like, obviously my username. I luckily have remedied that situation. Um, but that's something you want to always be careful with. It's like the username you choose. You don't mm-hmm. want it to have any information that you don't want out there. Yes. You don't want strangers knowing your name. You don't want strangers knowing the town you live in, schools you go to. 
even like birth dates, a lot of people use like the month and the day mm-hmm. or the day and the year that they were born. You don't want to do that. So to me, I think that it's super important because a lot of people don't really think about it. They're just like, um, what username should I have? Jason2339. Yeah. And they just pick random numbers at the end, but it's like, oh, your name's Jason? Yeah. And it's just like, you, no you don't want to make it too that. obvious. And it is, it is a bit of a, it, it is a lot, uh, it can be very confusing because a lot of kids and uh, the younger audience and the older audience don't know that a lot of these uh, sites, they do have like, they do generate your password based off of your email. Like if you make a, an Xbox account on Microsoft, you'll go online and it'll, if you use your email, right? Um, it'll, like, I remember when I first made mine, it, created ones with my name so it'll be like kaiser castro 234 whatever kaiser this kaiser that you don't generally want to do that obviously because it's easy for other people who don't know your kids to it's like an extra way for them to get in right right to to kind of um to learn about your kid or or learn about yourself if you you yourself are a person who are on the internet and you don't necessarily want to to expose yourself to other people like that through your name that's why online aliases are so are so common it's it's because of how easy it is nowadays or not even just nowadays it's always been not that hard to kind of find somebody through their name through the internet right like what's the guy's name ninja ninja's a huge fortnite person yeah I mean, that's not his real name his real name isn't ninja but do you that's imagine what people if, know his real, if his password was like ninja one two three yeah like exactly. that doesn't really which is like another <laughs> thing like we want to hit on is like watch what your password is yes don't make it something easy don't make it like your dog's and then like the street you were born, like yeah. you you live at. Make it something difficult. Something that helped me early on when I was doing passwords is like think of a saying and then change like the letters into numbers or like mm-hmm. symbols. And that usually will work because you can always remember a saying. It doesn't have to be a super long one. Yeah. You just think of a saying and then just turn the zero the O into a zero, the I into an exclamation point. Yeah. And no one's gonna guess a saying versus they're gonna go through like, oh, your name, your son's name is Robert. Well, Robert and his birthday. Yeah, no, that is a terrible password. Don't ever do that. But also if, change your password for everything. Yes, Don't have the same password. Exactly, because if so, if they can get one for one password, they can get it for most of them if you keep the same password. But luckily, a lot of a lot of us. A lot of services these days offer two two factor authentication where um, they either text you or you can get an app on your phone to do it or email however you want to do it or even a phone call yeah um there's there's definitely extra layers of security that a lot of people should be aware of a lot of people don't know but all you have to do for most if not all services all gaming platforms have two factor authentication because a lot of these services do have your personal information, your banking information, because if you've ever bought a game online, you have to use a debit card. So um, look it up, go to the settings, look for the two uh, two factor or two authentication. authentication. Look for that and enable it. it. It takes like two minutes. And then if somebody tries to sign into whatever it is, and this can apply to social media, your emails, gaming, whatever it is you have, um, you'll get a notification to your phone whenever somebody tries to sign into your things. So, you know, that's that's one thing to keep in mind. But if you want that extra layer for your password, there's also services that are available that give you random generated passwords. Yeah, password so generators. if you if you want to if you want to have like a password that is completely random, truly random, that not even, you know, you would be able to just remember off the top of your head. You can go to different websites to get one. There's there's uh, one I have here. It's called NordPass, which they supply. It's it's essentially like a site that. They create ran, uh, randomly generated passwords for whatever it is you're trying to sign into, and then it keeps a database of that. 
Um, and then you can also, you can obviously download that Excel or PDF, whatever it is to have that list of passwords in a safe spot on your computer. Yeah. So you can remember for yourself and just don't share it with anybody, obviously. But Apple also, like if you have an iPhone, I think even a MacBook would work. Like it actually has like an auto populated password as well. And you could store it like on your iCloud. Yes. I don't know how secure it is. I'm sure it's relatively secure, but I know like, that it does auto populate them. Yes. I. I think that's great. And I do know like worst case scenario, you could always just create an Excel sheet yourself and keep track of these things. Just make sure your your personal computer, wherever you have it, is actually relatively safe. Uh, like no one else knows the password, no one else can log in. If it does, put it like in a miscellaneous folder. Don't actually enable the fold and don't actually name the folder miscellaneous, but somewhere <laughs> deep into your computer where it's not just like one click away, it's a little more difficult for people to get these passwords. One hundred percent. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. So something that was brought up by one of my coworkers, Nicole, who's been here forever. She's one of the coordinators is your geo mapping. You should turn that off. Geo mapping yeah. is actually where it pinpoints your location. Instagram does this. Snapchat does this. Facebook can also do this. Yes. This is a little bit more of a social media thing. I don't really think it affects gaming. Um, well, certain ga- certain services do because um, depending on on. It depends on the service, right? Right. Every every gaming service is different. Um, And if a game kind of... Because the thing is, a lot of games have server-based connection. So technically, the game does have your location. It just doesn't have as as accurate accurate of a location as something like Snapchat or Instagram because it goes off proximity. So they'll have like a server, you know, somewhere, let's say on the East coast of, of the right. U S or somewhere in, in Latin America or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's why like when you so, get on an online game, there's actual people playing because there's yeah. people awake at that time in your time yes. zone. Like which you're not is playing with like people in China who might be sleeping. Exactly. Which is actually something to remember because, um, for a lot of parents that don't know this, to keep this in mind, because it is based off proximity, you want to be extra. It's that's why it's that much more important to be careful about your identity because it's if nine times out of ten you're going to be playing with somebody who's not that far from you because of the way the online games are, are played because of the way that connection works right the f- closer you are to somebody the better connection is going to be so the game is automatically going to try and pair you with people who are in your general vicinity maybe not like 10 houses down but definitely within the same city within the same state within the same coast so again keep those things in mind when you're trying to be safe out there well i mean then there are the people who use vpns yeah. because there are people who use vpns to yes. play in other continents in other there's continents, people yes. from australia who might want to play with ninja from the states they have to join a different vpn yes things like that that you don't really think of um do you want to explain what a vpn is a vpn is essentially what's the the textbook definition i have it somewhere here it is a virtual private network. I always forget that. But essentially what it does is it um, it's a service that allows you to bounce your IP off of different servers in different countries, right? Usually these services, a good example is, ex- some examples are ExpressVPN, Surfshark, NordVPN. All these are different services that take your IP, right? Your, your um, that's essentially like your internet ID, address, yeah. internet, internet ID, and it bounces off of different countries. So essentially, if somebody's trying to track you on the internet, or if somebody's trying to follow you or steal something from you, they have a significantly harder time doing it because they can't track where you're coming from, because right. your signal's constantly being bounced off of different towers. But because of that service, it also allows people to go to other countries if they want to, um, excuse me, 
if they want to game on another server, right? Um, a lot or, of people use it to like watch what the Netflix, what Netflix would look like, like for somebody yes. in, in Europe, yes, uh, for somebody in China, like the, all the anime stuff would pop up more if you're like your VPN is from China. Exactly. A lot of people, or even Spain, you yes. go to Spain and watch all these like telenovelas that like people like to watch. <laughs> like yeah. you, you there's there's a perk to them, but you also have to be worry, war, war, worry, wary, wary. That's wary. weird. Yeah. You have to be wary of them because people can use that. Like somebody might maliciously be going and going on a different VPN just to try and get some information because yeah. maybe you are more gullible and it's easier to steal your identity or something yeah. like that and like run your credit. 100%. And then they're harder to track. Yeah, so, because they're a whole other country. <laughs> so again, things to keep in mind. I, I, I understand that a lot of our audience has... Probably never heard about any of this stuff, but that's why we're here. We're here to talk about it so you guys can be informed. Exactly. And we're gonna have links and information to. We're gonna have links to all this information mm-hmm. and um, like little, uh, probably like a little list, a little sheet of all these things that we talked about below. Um, if you, you guys know, have so. any questions, leave them in the comments. We could probably answer them or at least direct you to like the correct sources where they might have answers for you. Send uh, us questions at hashtag CCW podcast. Follow us on social media. Go to our website to set up a crime rods meeting. All that will that be like smash that like button. <laughs> All that will be linked below. Continue. Um, a big thing that people don't realize is that gamers nowadays aren't little kids anymore. They are definitely not. They're not these kids that are like 10 years old playing Super Mario. Like these are now 18 and up. Again, I myself am 29 years old. And I'm playing video games. I have a brother who is 35, 36. Yes, the games we are now playing are a little more older. Don't get me wrong. I will still smash some Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> but we do play a little older games. And a lot of times I run into a lot of 7-year-olds, 8-year-olds, 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds that are playing. And I'm like, I know technically you're not supposed to be on this game, like, age-wise. Yeah. Luckily... I um I play a lot with my n- younger nephews. Even sometimes my niece joins in mm-hmm. because I feel like I it's a way to protect them a little bit, like yes. from like the more toxic kids that are online that take this way too far. Definitely. That call people trash when there, it's just there's like, a lot of them. <laughs> there's so many. They take this so serious, and you see how many. What is it? Rage quitting. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um. So I I actually take it like that's why i want to make sure that i i make time like whenever my nephew calls me and he's like hey can we play fortnite or whenever i'm on they're like why haven't you called me I'm, i want to play fortnite and you know my mom only lets me play like when you're on it's it's like okay yeah of course like i'm a new mom mm-hmm. <laughs> do i have all the time in the world no but i want to make sure that they know like hey like yeah let's let's get on let's play and that's something that I think a lot of people, parents, don't do. They don't, like, look into the games their kids are playing. They're just like, yeah, here's a game. Go distract yourself. Give me a break for a few hours. And to me, it's yeah. just like, maybe play the game once in a while. Definitely. Like, you'd actually be surprised, like, how, how much it helps decompress stress. Like, just joking around. And again, I am nothing to snuff about. But, like, I have one of my little nephews are like, you're so good. No one's better at, at no one's better than Tia Kathy at Fortnite. <laughs> and I'm here like, you have no idea how I get schooled by, like, eight-year-olds all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but they have fun because they're just, it's, it's just a fun That's the way. Point. That's the point. And they want to do it with you. Yeah. They don't want to play... I have plenty of times I get online and I see that, like, they're in the middle of a squad. Like, they're, they're full. They're maxed mm-hmm. out. And they leave to play with me and I'm like but that guy's like 20 times better like he does tournaments yeah 
and they're like no it's okay like i rather play with you because it's just like you just gotta make it fun and you know i know a lot of people one of the things that a lot of parents are scared about is like oh violent games i agree that is why there are game ratings in the world okay and i don't know if you guys know they're rated e for everyone t for teen m for mature i always suggest you look at the ratings but if you're gonna let your kid play a game like Fortnite, one thing i can say is it's not bloody yeah, there's there's no blood in the game. There's no blood in the game. You're building like what you do in Minecraft. Like you're not doing anything. It's competitive because it's, it's a multiplayer. But, but I think it's that's, not, that helps. It's them. more cartoon violence. Exactly. It's more cartoon violence versus like a Mortal Kombat, which yes. is like you literally are seeing you're ripping people's heads off. <laughs> it's it's way more graphic. But I, I will say that a lot of parents, and this is this is actually a super important point to hit on, because a lot of parents don't really realize. Um, how important that system is when it was put in place. Fun fact, that system was actually put in place because of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2, when it came out, it was super, or Mortal Kombat, I think it was the first one. When it came out, it was a super divisive thing. And the MSRB system was put in place to prevent um, kids from buying these violent games, yeah. which is fair. So, but there's a lot of parents that don't take advantage of that. I've seen uh, time and time and again, I don't know how many parents I've seen where they don't pay attention to the game that the kids are buying and the kid is like, oh, I want to play like GTA. And they're like, the parent's like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's just a stupid video game. When you're like, yo, your kid is buying a game that like shows prostitution, yeah. sex, all shooting, guns, drugs, and, and all drugs thing. and all this crazy stuff, which is like, I mean, to each their own. But if you're if you're trying to be an active parent and you want to be more aware of what your kid is doing, Look into the games that they're playing, right? 100%. And you never, and it's important to differentiate the two because if you educate yourself on what games are good and bad for your kids, not only will you have a peace of mind, but they'll be able to enjoy themselves as well, right? Yeah. And you never know if you can join in on the fun because you can you can figure out that hey, maybe this game isn't so bad. My mom, my 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 own mother, she plays plenty of games with me and my brothers. Yeah. Um, and from when from when we were little kids, it was four of us, four boys, one mom. Right. So we used to play all kinds of games together. Mario Kart, Mario Party. Now my mom is more into like card games that yeah. we play, but we still play a lot of things together because it's it's a fun bonding experience. I think if, if parents would, you know, take that step to kind of um, take that initiative to play with their kids, not only will you find yourself having a good time with them, but you can also protect them while they are while they're on the Internet. Yeah, because they'll be more like, hey, mom, let's get online and play like this game. Nothing is nothing's going to tell you more about the game than like the first level. And this is a little different than online gaming. This is just in general games. Like when you buy a Mortal Kombat, Grand Theft Auto, even Spider-Man, for example, or Batman, the first like level, I guess you could call it, is all a tutorial. Like it's going to show you how, what, when, like how to do things. So you're going to learn a lot. Uh, even if you want to sit down next to your kid and watch them play the first like level, you'll see what the game's about. Yes, one hundred percent. Watch them play that first that first hour of the game, and you'll get a good idea, a good sense of what the game is. And then from there, you can determine whether or not you want your kid to continue to play it. And if for whatever reason you don't want them to play it, you're like, hey, listen, I think this is too violent. You tell little Timmy, yo, let's let's go trade this out for something different. You can always get a refund and then get something different, yeah. right? It's it's um, compromise, right? Compromising with your children, I think, when it comes to video games, is is a uh, is a good a good thing, especially when it comes to even t- 
time spent playing, right? right. You know, recommended. Uh, I mean, there's all you can go to so many different places to find out yeah, what's the recommended time. You know, there are people that there. I know guys that play for one or two hours out of the week. I personally try to pay like six to ten hours a day personally. I but, personally make it a mission not to see how many hours I play. That <laughs> might hurt me. Um, but yeah, no, like definitely recommended time. I think I've seen the most. It's like one to two hours. Yes. Realistically and personally, well, personally speaking for me, if it's like a game, an online game, that's not enough time to even play like three three levels. Let's call them. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. These online games in particular, where it's not something you can pause and just walk away and come back from, you're playing with people that are there right now. Yes. You're not going to get. And, and mind you, like kids play video games a lot of times also to distress, but it could be a socializing. It also helps with coordination. Yes. Nowadays, like all of the work fields are going on such a techie view. Like literally, you can get a job as a drone flyer, yes. like, like flying drones. That's yeah. a thing. And you make good money doing it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like playing video games helps you. It, it definitely can. <laughs> so to me, I would... Personally, like, as long as your kid is a good student, they're doing all their extracurricular activities, I think it's very important for kids to be active. Put them in a sport, put them in karate, put them in dance, whatever helps. But as long as they're hitting all of that and they're doing well, it's okay for them to binge one day, Mm -hmm. three, four hours, in my opinion. Obviously, they have to eat, drink water, stay hydrated, don't let them, like, pass out. Yes. But that's like my personal view. I think every parent has a comfortable level <laughs> that they have to figure out. Yes. One of the things that you could always do is like set, like make a plan. Like, hey, you know, you can only game this many hours a week. If you want to game one day for all those hours, obviously nothing crazy. That's on that kid. But I think that especially once they get to a certain age, you could set like for the week, you have 10 hours to play. Yes. Divide it up, like, as you may. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not like, hey, I have chores to do, but I'm going to game. No. After your chores, hey, mom, I'm going to game for three hours today. Set a timer. Yeah. A Most lot. kids respond well to things that they, like, standards that you set yes. ahead of time. And a lot of services actually offer these automatically, right? There are different routers that you can buy from your internet provider. Not from, not directly from an internet provider, but external routers that you can buy that um, set limits to how long somebody can use the internet. So if, you know, again, little Timmy's on his PlayStation and you only want him there for four hours, boom, you can set the router to shut it off at four hours. Hey, sorry, that's it. Your time is up. And then you can go to the next day or even uh, I know on the Nintendo Switch, you can actually set it from the console itself. Yeah. You can literally set console hours for your kids to play. And then the the, the Switch will tell the kid, hey, listen, your your time is running out. You know, it finish up whatever you're doing. It even has a parental app. Nintendo yes. has an app that from your phone, I think you might be able to do that setting where you can limit like, hey, turn mm-hmm. this off at this time. Exactly. Um, something that's really important <laughs> for parents to talk to their kids about that is a bit of an uncomfortable topic to some is online predators. That's this, a big one. <laughs> this covers, we can talk, we can go super deep into this with social media, but let's, we're specifically going to focus like on gamers. Like I had said earlier, a lot of gamers nowadays are older. Yes. So they can easily target younger kids. How? Very simple. Let's use, again, let's, we can use Warzone, right? Which yeah. is a similar to Fortnite, a little yeah. more 
better graphics. Yeah, but it's it's more oriented. Warzone is is based off of Call of Duty, so right. it's more oriented to an adult audience. So you're gonna see there are kids that play it. Yeah, but you're gonna see many more adults play it. Many more adults. So you can have like a kid go online and start playing, and they're not gonna be as good as an adult who's been playing, and again, who can dedicate. 10, 12 hour days. Like, like yeah. I think Ninja actually plays like 18 hours yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's all that guy does. But that's all they do. I mean, when you make millions, why not? hundred <laughs> percent. But a lot of continue. people even trying to become gamers yeah, still are dedicating spend, that I mean, time. I I myself spend plenty of time, you know, just as much. I Like I said, I, get, I leave work and I'm there till like 1, 2 in the morning playing, so... So if you come in late now, I know why. Oh, definitely. But um, <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside, but continue. Um, my point is that so it's very easy for an older person to kind of swoop in and be someone's hero. Like they're going to carry them throughout a game. Carry mm-hmm. them throughout a game is if we're in a team and I'm a good player, like I can easily like defeat anybody who tries to take you out. Yeah. And when I do by doing that. I can maybe make you're gonna to want to play with me more because you're getting more wins. Yes, it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you want to play with me that I'm older and I'm better and I'm being nice to you versus these little kids that are a little mean because you're not as good and they make fun of you. So every time I'm on, you're gonna to want to play with me. Then it's I'm easily gonna become like the person that like yeah. relates to you the most, right? Like, hey, I understand, and maybe I slowly start working in and gaining your trust. Yeah, and you slowly start telling me, hey, your name, and like the country you live in and then the state and then the city and what school you go to and slowly like that you can get so you need to make sure that you are always having like an open communication with your kids like who are you playing with Mm -hmm. do you know them like know that these are things that can happen because these predators can easily target (gasps) kids and again this kind of goes throughout like it's not just gaming social media it happens to too even schools The, the internet in general it's a da- it could be a dangerous place if you're not vigilant and paying attention. You want to make sure that you're explaining to kids like, hey, these are risks that can happen. Make sure that, you know, you aren't making friends with people you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I'm huge on like if you even slightly feel a little weirded out by somebody, like there's no need for you to continue playing with them. I don't care That's how fine. many rounds you're winning. Yeah. Like if the guy or giril is giving you a weird vibe, Cut it that's off. it. Block them. If anybody, and this also goes kind of a little bit more into bullying. If somebody is harassing you, and this, again, might not be so much the online predator. It could be like the younger kids that are being mean. Anyone who's harassing or bullying you, unblock. I mean, block. Unfriend. You can even report people if they're super, if they're harassing you. You definitely can. There are almost every modern game uh, features some sort of report feature where you can go in, you can report somebody, submit a ticket, and the company that owns the game will do something about it. Yeah. These players do get banned. It is actually a problem in a lot of games where people are constantly trying to make new accounts because of how often they get banned. They're called trolls. Yeah. They like so. to troll people. They like to bother people, and, and they enjoy that. But that doesn't mean that your time has to be tainted by that. Play with people you know. Play with family. Play, play with friends that you actually know from school or maybe from karate or any other extracurricular activity don't go looking for friends online that's yeah. that and that goes across the board i just feel especially when you're young you don't have that your kids don't know how to read people at that age so they're not gonna know like hey that was weird yeah. they're gonna take it as oh they just asked a, a silly question 
kids are more willing to shrug something off because they're having a good time, because they're winning, because of whatever, versus actually realizing like, oh, this might be. So you could even have like a conversation after the fact and be like, hey, tell me like what you spoke about when your kids are playing. Yes. Keep an ear open to mm-hmm. what they're saying. Yeah. If you give them a mic, because a lot of options is not to give them just a headset. 100%. There are so many games that I play without a headset. I just, just by choice because of either how toxic the environment is. Or I just don't want to talk to anybody, you know? Exactly. Sometimes you want to just lose yourself in the game. And it's it's one thing that we preach here at, um, at CCW. Uh, CCW is awareness, right? That is the biggest thing. Awareness. Keep be aware. And even just as you're aware when you're with your home, with your when it comes to safety in your home, when it comes to safety in your neighborhood, safety online for yourself and your kids, because a lot of these can apply to yourself too. It doesn't necessarily have to be your kid, but um, it's it's learning and and informing yourself on these things so that you know how to combat it when it happens or how to prevent it. Right? You want to you can you can only have that peace of mind if you're willing to go out of your way to educate yourself on it. And I mean it's worth it. It's for your kids, right? right. You want you want your kids to be able to have fun. A lot of my closest friends I've met over the internet playing video games, you know? Some of these guys I ended up going to college with. Some cool stuff have you know, you get a lot of cool experiences. Some very good things can happen from this, but you as a parent have to go out of your way to learn and push your kids in the right direction. Right. Because if you teach your kid, if you teach little Timmy, hey, listen, these are the kind of people you want to avoid. You want to avoid on the Internet. He'll do it. He'll avoid. You just have to teach. You have to take those steps. Right. To and, educate and be yourself. vigilant. Like there's a lot of times something we might not have been able to cover fully is just is, again, the bullying aspect of it all. Like there's so many times I'm here and I'm watching my nephew play Roblox and there's this little kid that's like being extremely aggressive, in my opinion, to him. And I'm just here like, why? Like, you stand up for for me, and I'm a grown-up. Like, you should see this kid. Like, anytime he thinks somebody is, like, kind of, like, being a little yeah. past with me, he's like, hey, don't do that. Like, that's my Kathy. You can't talk to her like that. And then I sit here, and I'm like, stand up for yourself. And he does in person. But for <laughs> some reason, when there's, like, a screen, he's just like, okay. And I'm just like, no, you don't have to play with that person. You don't have to take that from them. If they can't play nice, you don't play with them. And me, myself, as an adult, I this I have a seven, I think he's eight years old, one of my own nephews mm-hmm. who likes to kind of be a little mean with me sometimes. And I go, okay, I'm not playing with you for a few days. Mind you, do I care what an eight-year-old says about me if he says I'm trash at Fortnite? No. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't want him doing that with anybody yeah. else so i i set that limit where i'm like i'm not gonna play with you because that was just that was unnecessary yeah. something else that we'll cover more in the social media podcast is streaming a lot of these kids want to be gamers because mm-hmm. of ninja because of a million others twitch streamers that made it big um what's one of the ones i watch can't even remember them anymore because i don't watch it anymore um, a bunch of these streamers and they yeah. think they're going to become gaming professionals. And let me tell you, I honestly am one of those people that I'm like, that's a, that's a possibility for anybody. It is. But it is very, very, very difficult. And time consuming. But hey, mm-hmm. I'm not one to shoot anybody's dream down. You mm-hmm. want to be a professional gamer and you're willing to dedicate the time? It's totally possible mm-hmm. at the right age. Yeah. at Just like any dream, just like any, any accomplishment that you want to make, you know, you're not going to send... You're not going to be 18. It's it, you're not going to be 18 out of high school with $50 in your pocket going to California to be the next big thing, mm-hmm. right? That's not that's just not going to cut it. You can you can 
chase your dreams as long as you're realistic about it. And like we say before, educate yourself on all of it so that you and your kids can have a better idea of how to how to kind of navigate this online space right yeah and uh one of the one of as as we're starting to close out one of the things that i'll leave you all with is let us know in the comments below what what games your kids are playing and what um, precautions you're taking with your kids to help them online right 100%. um let let us know have that let's have that conversation see what what let's share ideas on how you know to educate ourselves better how what precautions you take to make sure your kids are safe online or right? even what resources you wish you had yeah like what what would what would help you like if if to put out because we here have the ability to get for information and create like right here i have like a tips for social media safety that we created like yes. we can we can come up with a gaming version of this to help like the community however we can you know we're a nonprofit we've been a nonprofit here in Miami-Dade County for 46 years mm -hmm. hopefully going to go for 100 here if not more you know we are here to serve you guys and inform you however best we can so yes. whatever information you guys want need you know we're willing to do the training to do the research get things together to give you the information more easily we'll do the hard work for you yeah essentially <laughs> um definitely so that and and that's it really you know let us know let us know in the comments let us know on social media follow us at or uh use the hashtag at cc or hashtag ccw podcast with all of your questions all of your concerns and any potential topics that you may want us to talk talk about on any show right um reach out to us we, we want to have that conversation right yeah we're here to help and with that, this was the CCW Podcast. Kathy, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you. We'll probably have her again at some point. Who knows? <laughs> but it was nice. It was good. All right. Bye-bye, guys.